My scrum cancel, you bitches. Dude, he had the visa appointment, and then he got cucked out of visa appointment. What can I who? do? Who? My, who? my Russian. Who do you think? Ah, okay. We He's thought getting... we we thought you guys won the scrim against us before, and you had us first round. So you guys were like, nah, cancel it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was it was because okay, okay. he has a visa appointment for Birmingham. Also, if there's it. random yelling in the background, there's a League of Legends streamer right next door to me. So oh, really? That might be him. Okay, yeah. okay. Tyler one. Uh, I don't know what his name is. Oh, I it's love Tyler one. one. Dude, if it was Tyler one, that would be so sick. I'd ask <laughs> no you to get his way autograph Lord for me. Can afford Tyler one. <laughs> Dude, that guy's a massive. That's that's streamer. also true. There's no way. Dude, that would be sick. And well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, Saberlight. Appreciate it, especially on the uh, kind of short notice I gave you. Of course, no problem. Wouldn't miss this for the world. Well, uh, I'll, I guess I'll start by uh, congrats on squeaking out another game five. You guys, uh, your guys' series against Nouns is, is turning into quite the quite the storyline now. Yeah, I mean it's like. Uh... You know, it's good content going five games. Uh, they're also like, you know, they're not a bad team. I, I respect mm -hmm. a lot of the players on that team. So a lot of them, but not all of them. Not all of them, but uh, you know, <laughs> like the vast majority of the players there. So you know, it's like uh, it's fun, and it's, we're also like a new team. We're growing, so uh, we'll have to we'll have to tank a few losses. You know, getting getting to the top. I, I'm not going to ask you who you don't respect, but uh, who do you respect on that team? Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so I just say, like, the four people... Process of elimination. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, I, mean, uh, I mean, I respect, uh, of course, Stormstormer, because we're friends, you know, mm -hmm, since the Entity days. Uh, I respect Fly, because uh, he's my teammate and, uh, and mm -hmm. a good friend, and mm -hmm. who's on that team? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and you don't really have to answer that question if you don't want to. Don't worry. And that's kind of—I mean, the other guys are just like—they're fine, you know. They're—they're they're okay. Actually, Yuma's a nice guy too. Yeah, he's turned into okay. uh, so, quite, quite. Who do you have beef with, Saber? <laughs> Dude, I don't have beef with anyone. I'm just a chill guy. No, 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 no. Is it Lelis? Saber's a saint, man. No, no. Is it Lelis? No, it's not Lilith. Okay, then we, <laughs> also, then we know who it is. Then we know Ladies who it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> so what did Gunner do to you? Yeah, what did Gunner do? The thing. Okay, guys, Gunner did not do anything. Like, um, What did he not do then? Yeah, what uh, is your win rate with Gunner and pubs? Oh, lo load up Dora right now. I actually don't don't even know. But the, the thing is, it's like... Uh, I Okay, I do have uh, beef with Gunner, but it's like Giga Dumb and Giga Petty. So I Perfect. don't think I'm going to release that information publicly. Just uh, know that it's like it's like super dumb. But what is not dumb is that, you know, it's like uh, it's it's necessary. You know, I, I can like rally the team behind my uh, my beef with Gunner and then you like find a common enemy and then you just rally behind and it's like good for the morale. So that's like the ultimate purpose of my beefs. It's such a tactical decision. Exactly. You know, uh, I, I, noticed, uh, I noticed a trend with you. Because I remember we had a conversation similar to this at one of these uh, Dream League post-game interviews. And uh, you said you had uh, beef, quote-unquote. And you also said it wasn't really beef, but it's kind of beef. And it was with your former team's offlaner. You with uh, it was with uh, Kasani TSM. <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah, I'm noticing a trend. Uh, you just have beef with other offlaters. Is that it? 
I kind I, I mean it's part of it you know it's like uh it's like uh it's like an ego thing it's like the little bro thinks he can go from uh from mid to offlane and then like uh match up against me you know so come on man it's like i mean that's 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 like uh the ego is a part of it for kasane it's like i don't know i i mean i never talked to the guy i'm sure he's uh he's he's fine it's it's like uh, you have to believe in yourself that you're the best, you know. Mm. So then, uh, anyone who like challenges that, even in the slightest way, you kind of, you can't like give them full respect. There's only few offlaners that I like really respect. Are you gonna throw hands with Collapse at Birmingham? Uh, I'm in game for sure. <laughs> Okay, so no, no out of game kerfuffles. All right. Well, ahead. out of game. Okay, I mean, since we're talking about my beefs, I think there, there's a, there's a clip. Uh, I played a pub with Toronto Tokyo, uh -oh. and okay. uh, I mean, maybe you'll find beaver. the clip and yeah. you can put it in the thing, because it's actually giga funny. I, I liked it a lot, but okay. yeah, I don't know. His vibrant was just straight up trash, and I was trying to like get him, uh, you know. To play game and he didn't like it and i think he said something like when i see this guy on land i'll bash his face in or something like that recently so yeah, yeah like, it was like a few weeks ago that's crazy so we'll see about that mr mr tokyo uh i nah, feel like of I... all people he could bash their face in it's not you you're like 7 12 you're gonna like squish him with your like pinkies <laughs> yeah i i never like fought anyone in real life so maybe the, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a, a fair battle but nah it's like it's always like internet beef you know everybody's track talking online and when i meet him uh, in real life i'm sure it's gonna be like whatever well now, I now like i'm just a... thinking about this is a, a money-making opportunity for some tournament tournament organizer Dude, you know that's like what i was right land? about to say oh, go for it dude <laughs> No, that's I was saying we have like the whole UFC thing lined up. We have Quinn versus Ramses as mm -hmm. the main event. Mm -hmm. And then like before that we run the Saber Toronto Tokyo. And then like you know, we just need a few more and then we got like the full a full night. There's probably some caster Arena. beef we could dig up. Yeah, yeah we got to get in there with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't don't tell the story, just just say who. Just say who and don't tell the story. I mean, I, you got to give me a little bit to to think about it first. I can think I can think of one person. Okay, throw I it think in. Cap would be down to do it. <laughs> I, this I, might get edited out. <laughs> we 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 got into a, a little bit of a, a tiff at, at Bali. That was that's that's like the only the the only like tiff I've actually had with uh, another talent. We're we're good now, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel like Quinn would take Quinn would take the entire scene, right? Like, there's pretty much no one that wouldn't be willing to fight you. That's true. Based on pubs. Uh, yeah, I think it would be, like, uh, the Superdome filled with people, like, just in a big line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, at Arlington Major, there was, like, a line of people, like, when they heard, like, oh, someone whispered, and they, like, looked around, and they saw him, like, in the corner of the room. Like, the whole stadium, like, got filled in line to, like, sit and wait for this guy. And that would be me in, like, the biggest building you could find full of people <laughs> to fight me. It's just a group, a line of Dota players, like, cracking their knuckles, just like, I can't wait to get my hands on Quinn. <laughs> Well, yeah, I feel it's... like, sorry. No, I got good. I was gonna say, is there that many pro players that you beef with? Because I feel like, isn't most of your beef just with Reddit slash like random pub players? Yeah, I think these days. I mean, maybe maybe if you go back six months, I've still got beef with some pros who like I, I went AFK in their games and they're mad about it. I see. But I think more recently, I don't think I have beef with any pros. I don't like. There's none from me directed outwards. There may be some like lingering beefs directed towards me. I see. Um. 
I've definitely still got people who pause on me in games and stuff, though, in pubs, for sure. Who's the last person to pause on you? I actually don't want to say because I think this person is genuinely mentally unstable and could physically harm <laughs> oh me at my some God. point. <laughs> and I'm not even exaggerating. I they they threatened to kill me in real life, and they know where I've been at different points. Oh Jesus! No. Okay. That's scary. I'm gonna start needing a, a bodyguard for Anyways, Damn. Who's your beef, Aiden? Okay, up until very recently, it would have been Ghost. You guys know, like he the guy that played really? on the recently. Yeah, because yeah. like before Ti, the one in Singapore, eleven. Yeah, yeah, before TI11, that's also when I beefed with you. I just remembered. That was a beefy time for me. That's true, that was. Yeah. No, Quinn, Quinn. Oh. Um, and then, yeah, I was playing a pub with Ghost, and then, like, I don't know, it was like he missed one CS, and he paused the game and started all chatting about how bad I was, and, like, how terrible I am, and, like, how <laughs> shit I am. And then, like, he goes to somehow, like, finds out that it's me, and then he's like, because I was on my Smurf. This was back when, you know. People play it on their. Mm -hmm. I was playing mm -hmm. on my scarves. So they didn't know it was me. And then, like, at some point, he finds out it's me, and he doubles down. He like goes like, "How the fuck are you on a pro team?" Blah 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 blah. All this shit, you know, like goes hard on me, and uh, flames the shit out of me. But then now in KL, I met him at the after party, mm -hmm. as pro players do, and he came up to me and he's like, "Oh, I heard we have beef." And I'm like, "I guess, yeah, you're giga toxic, dude." And he's like, "Oh my god, I didn't know it was you. I'm really sorry." And I'm like. Well, Okay, sure. I mean, you literally looked it up during the game because this happens quite rarely for me. So I very, very vividly remember that, like, at some point you realized it was me, and he doubled down. Um, That's yeah, crazy. and then and then we yeah we talked for like an hour or something, and it ended up with me giving him like a motivational speech on like, go to Nigma, it's gonna be great. You know, like you're gonna pop <laughs> off, everything's gonna be fucking amazing. And then he went to Nigma, and you know, unlucky. So that I feel kind of bad now. I mean, it wasn't intentional. I was like genuinely trying to inspire uh, him and be like, you know, go for it. Like, and then yeah, now I now I feel bad because it obviously didn't work out. Master I mean, Brain I, I think I'll even see it now. <laughs> he put you on blast. You sent him Nigmo. Yeah, I'd say that's you know <laughs> the scales yeah. up. I'd say that's you know. Uh, yeah, no, Ghost is probably my most. I mean, it's Ghost, and then before then it was the Quinn incident. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. I went I think, AFK in a pub. I think he played, he picked Ember and he got Huskard. And like, I remember for me, it was like, we just played a scrim and I found something that I really wanted to try out. And then I was like super excited. You know, I'm like getting queuing into the pub. I have Quinn mid, I'm like fucking great. You know, like I have a good mid laner. It's going to be a nice game. Literally like minute one, this guy goes like, this game fucking sucks. We're not going to learn anything. Just go next. And I lose my shit. Because, like, our safe lane was going well, and I'm, like, fucking primed up to finally be able to do my... I don't know what hero it was, but it was some shit I wanted to do. And then I got really mad, and I think it ended up with, like, either me messaging you on Twitter, or you messaging me on Twitter. And then we, like, went back and forth a little bit. Um, and then I think, like... It was pretty civil, though. We were, like, both yeah, trying was, to be it was, adults. It was it like, was, oh, I, you know, you shouldn't behave this way. And you're like, yeah, but, I mean, I just feel like this isn't productive. And I'm like, well, I guess we agree to disagree, but don't behave this way. And then, like, that was, that was pretty much it. Yeah, it was quite civil. You know what that was, yeah, Quinn? I mean, right? That 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 was sorry? that was your warning shot. You know that 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 was like the like, hey, you shouldn't behave this way. And then you kept behaving this way, and you know it was like there was a bunch of warning signs. You know, brother, I had like nine twenty-one gun salutes. I, it was not just one warning shot. It was like the whole U.S. ever-loving Navy. <laughs> uh, but yeah no i mean i was i was in the wrong there there's no that's not a complicated story it's not a there's no both sides here you know 
it's a one-sided ordeal. <laughs> All right, so uh, so Saberlight, do you uh, you you guys just won uh, uh, a second qualifier, um, and and I'm curious what you know at the start of the season. I'm sure. Did you have other options uh, outside of Shopify Rebellion? Were you considering going to any other team? Uh, I think I got invited to to Falcons uh, instead mm. of Amar. So like they were deciding between me and him. Uh, but I don't know. I was kind of leaning towards Shopify. I was like, uh, I was intrigued what's gonna happen, you know, with uh, with everything. If like what the team is gonna look like as well and stuff. And I don't know. Maybe like like some uh, some random ones like maybe OG or like some entity some stuff like that that like it's like kind of long shot you know but theoretically it it could work i mean i do want to go back to europe at some point in my career cuz i think uh, i'll do the i'll do the quin you know you, you like play na and then uh, then you come back to europe and then uh, then you're you take the weights a off good player yeah, exactly exactly what's the anime character is it rock lee yeah, 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 yeah. It is wrong. I can't believe I know good that. job, good job. I'm proud of you, Quinn. No, thank you. That was pretty sick. Oh, I forgot that the liquid. Uh, you you guys spent a whole season of uh, watching Naruto together, right? Yeah. Naruto was your last seasons, your last seasons anime, right? The, this this year it's One Piece. Uh, one Piece. Pretty long one, no? Yeah, I'm almost done though. Damn. Holy crap! Wait, isn't that the one with like four thousand episodes? It's a thousand one hundred, and I'm on nine hundred right now. Holy based. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, wait. So you said um, you said that you were interested, like, to see how things would develop. Like, how with that in mind, like, how do you feel about your new teammates? Because they're they're not they haven't played with a lot of people. Like, I've played with Kitrak and I'm good friends with them, but I don't know anything about the old core, and most people don't know stuff about either of them. I I'm kind of impressed. I think they're both like uh, or like all three of them are are really smart players. Uh, the one that I was most impressed by was or still is Yopash because first of all he, like the the kid's a beast you know I I feel like he actually just never loses mid lane we're like losing games but I noticed we like never lose mid somehow he like always wins mid uh, so that's like first like really good quality the second one is like for example unlike Abed who was also super talented uh, Yopash also like talks and makes calls in game so it's more like uh more like you, Quinn, that he's like leading the the charge kind of. Uh, so that's that's nice to have. Um, and Fred is just he's like a nice guy outside of the game. That he's like very positive, you know, trying to trying to empower other people on the team and stuff like that. So yeah, playing with Tiopash has been uh, has been really nice. And Kitrak, I think he's he's really smart. Like it's. I'm uh, sure he's like helping Boba a lot with like the drafts and the the prep and and everything. So by by having Kitrak, Boba's also like much better coach, I think. Uh, so that's also really nice to see. Like I think Boba grew a lot from from last year to to this year. So it also makes my life easier when uh, I have like a coach that's you know easier to work with. And Tio is I think is also. Kinda, he's still kind of young and uh, still pretty talented. Um, you know, we'll, we're figuring out the lanes and stuff. I mean, overall, I think this new team is much more oriented on like uh, empowering me and Arthur than the the last one was. So, 
it's kind of I feel like the the weight is more on my shoulders. So if I actually like suck ass, then we'll probably like do badly. But uh, you know, if I if I reach my potential and uh, I go I go ham, then I think I can have like more impact than than I did last year. That's cool. That sounds like a good thing. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's like a it's a new experience for sure. Because I realized that like for my basically the entire pro career that I had, I, I was always like the the punching bag for the four. You know, first I'm playing with Moon Meander, so whenever something bad happened in lane, it's like you you already know whose fault it is. <laughs> and then and then I played with Crit, who's also like way more experienced than me. So there, the power dynamic was also just like. I mean, uh, I don't want to make it sound like I was some, like, crits bitch or something, you know, but uh, he's like, you know, it was just like, he was teaching me stuff, I was, like, trying to learn, I was uh, being very humble and stuff, and now it, like, shifted the, the other way, so it's a, it's a interesting learning experience. That was your time to, to teach and to flame Theo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's his fault, so that's nice. I, I'm always absolved of, of sin, I can just flame him. Is that uh, is that change of dynamic part of the reasons you didn't go to Falcons? Because Falcons had to be a pretty appealing team to to go to. I mean, they're right now top of Mena, but uh, I think even beforehand, like with the big roster shuffle, I felt like they were the team that came out probably the farthest ahead on just paper of the players that they had. So, yeah, I I think like Falcons would have been a, an amazing choice as well. Like I I'm friends with Skitter for a long time because we're the Czechoslovakian brothers, and it would kind of go in line of this like mindset that I had for the past few years of just like uh, playing with really talented and experienced players and just like learning from them, because that's what I did when I like left TSM to join Shopify like or EG, you know. It was the idea was kind of like I'm still kind of young and I still like want to learn from from new guys, so I I thought about it. But at the same time, I think like all teams are gonna have some issues and like running away from the issues I had on this team last year, it's like I don't know. It's it's like uh, didn't feel like the right thing to do. It's it felt like you know we we had some problems last year. We like tackled them. So hopefully, like we're gonna be a better team this one. So uh, personality-wise, I mean, you talked about your teammates a little bit, but uh, I feel like the public at large uh, knows very little about Yopaj, Thilakor, and uh, Kitrak. So if you had to describe their their personality outside of the game, what are they like? They're super chill. I think the I hang I hang out with Tio quite a lot, or like hang out. You know, we like. Uh, walk back together you know and talk on the the way back and uh same with yopash and kitrak it's like he's a he's a smart guy he's like a kind of he's like the the classic nerd guy who just plays dota and that's kind of he's like a queen very similar it's like you know it's just just the dota player no time for girls no time for the all of that stuff he's just uh, uh -huh. he's just gaming <laughs> He's just a quid. <laughs> He's just a quid. Anywhere else he'd be a 10. But... <laughs> uh, so uh, seeing as he is your new teammate, uh, how'd you feel about the uh, the Seb tweet that was uh, <laughs> very, very pointed at uh, you guys and, and probably Kitrak in particular? Yeah, I, I mean, well, 
I thought uh, making this recording, OG and Tundra are playing. So if Tundra <laughs> wins one more game, you already know who's gonna retweet that tweet. <laughs> so that's that's the yeah. I'm looking forward to that because the thing is, I don't have a beef with Seb. Like mm-hmm. Seb is someone that I respect a lot. But the thing is, when you talk trash, you kind of have to like accept that you know there's some consequences for that. I certainly do because I know I talk a lot of trash. Uh, so I respect when people, you know, call me out on it. So, yeah, uh, I feel like, you know, it's like, I mean, it's funny. It's like, it's like, it's like a classic sub thing to do. It's also, there was like, actually, I'm not sure if, I'm I'm assuming I can say this, but like during all the roster shuffles, there was like a, a, like a option where maybe we would get busy and, uh, so I think he was a bit mad about uh, me stealing uh, his golden boy away from him. So, you know, how he has that, to... Yeah. How did that process go down? How did you guys get uh, talking to BZM? Because uh, BZM and Kitrek are friends. So I think they just like, you know, uh, we like uh, Booba and Kitrek are friends. So they talked, like if Kitrek wants to join and then... Once like Kitrek was like, okay, you know, this is kind of cool. This may be more what I'm looking for. Then uh, I'm sure like Kitrek and BCM talked, and you know, it just uh, didn't really end up happening. Then mayhem ensued. Yeah. Well, uh, it, when, when the, the tweet did happen, did you guys actually talk about it at all? Because uh, like obviously, from your perspective, I feel like it only helps you you seem very motivated by that sort of thing you take it in good fun and just be like you know it's very self-motivated did the rest of the team uh kind of feel that way or did you guys just not even talk about it that much we actually didn't talk uh, i haven't talked about it at all i like okay. i saw the tweet and i was like okay this makes like no sense i don't know who's this pointed at and stuff so then i just asked kitrak if if it's at him and he was like yeah yeah, yeah it is and <laughs> that was kind of it and then i was just hoping in, or not hoping i'm just binding my time until you know we beat og or we like make it to a tournament and they don't and then the karma shifts again, and then you know now now I'm gonna do this, and Seb will wait for me to fall, and it's just it's just gonna keep going. Good content. I mean, related to that, have you always like before Dota, were you also like bing bonging on the haters and like being a goober, or was that was that something was that an intentional decision you made in Dota, or is it just sort of your natural state to clown on the haters? Uh, it's a good question. I, um, I think it's just kind of kind of natural. But I'm sure it developed like during Dota, just from pups. Because I feel like, I don't know, dude, there's like so many animals in pups. Speaking of, dude, I'm rank 100. I dropped like 600 MMR because there's like too many animals. And then, you know, when they flame you, it's like you just can't be a little pushover and take it. You have to, you have to, you know, fight back a little bit. So, plus, it's just, I think it's just fun, you know, it's like uh, good content. Uh, so I'm I'm just having fun. I think it's like it, f- with me it's like it's never personal. I don't think there was like a person that I like hated in in the scene. But uh, you know it's like uh, just makes it more real. You know it's like uh, like what's the point if we're all just NPCs? we are like yeah yeah good luck. Congrats on qualifying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I totally agree. I think it's it's way more fun. I mean you know you take some interview and you. You drop a bing bong and a suck it, and it's I don't know, it's just it's just fun. It it makes it makes everything much more fun. 
I'll, exactly. ret I'll reach or retweet your retweet. Okay, nice, nice. Thank you, Kun. But see, yeah, you get it out of... Uh, you get it. You also clown people. I mean, Aiden also gets it. He fucking clowned on Booba in uh, in KL. That was crazy. That one was, that was wild. That one, that one was a bit wild. Uh, I mean, in the moment, I felt like me and Sam are friends and he, it's going to be all good. But then he got mad at me and I felt omega bad. Like, he text he wrote to me on Twitter, like, in the car ride home, and I remember I felt super bad. And I was like, hey, dude, I'm really sorry. It was only a joke, like, nothing personal. And he's like, I can't believe you did that to me. Like, you know, like, the struggles that I've had with the public and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, what did I do? Uh, I felt so bad. But then eventually he was like, you know, it's it's okay. I know you didn't, you know, mean anything by it, but don't do it again, kind of. Was that premeditated or was it heat of the moment? Definitely heat of the moment. Because yeah. I remember Saber went up to do his interview and Saber was being like a little bitch. And then I felt like I got to step up and speak for the boy. You know, he just made top three. Like he's been popping off this entire event. And I was like, I got to say something. And then, uh, yeah, that's what came out. Okay. I mean, heat of the moment stuff happens. I, I, know, yeah. I know all too well. <laughs> yeah, I, I but the crowd, the crowd, the crowd popped off. Yeah, they, I mean, they I think, I think people, I think the general people, like I would say, everyone except maybe Sam, thought it was really funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So... Sam, Sam, Sam could be a little sensitive to that stuff. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like the wrong target, but I don't think you should feel too bad. Yeah, about it. I mean, it was, I, don't, I don't think there was any real harm that came from it. So, Just right? call out our tour next time instead. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like our, yeah. our tour doesn't have enough shit being flung at him right now <laughs> with all his quick streams. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, speaking of qualifiers, we can go over that uh, real quickly for uh, ESO on Birmingham because um, uh, obviously, you know, Saberlight, you guys did it. Actually, speaking of the, the last best of five that you guys had with Nouns, I remember uh, it, Quinn actually was saying that was like one of the best series that from like an entertainment side of like watching that was like one of the best series to watch did you guys uh did you guys like pop off after winning that one or this one the last one as in like the the, the dream league one or the, the... dive oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh I'm, i don't know we got a little carried away that one but it was yeah it was good content for sure because i feel like the first like the the first one the dream league one it it just felt like we're like the better team by a, like a solid amount but we're just like trolling dude we're like doing so dumb shit like fountain diving or like losing team fights we're not supposed to lose like this last one i feel like it was closer like the games we lost in this last one was because they just like played better or like had better drafts but in that one it's like when we lost it was like very clear because we're just dumb <laughs> But actually, oh, never mind. The, the last one, we we lost one game because my my spear was bugged, guys. Yeah, yeah what was that bug? We, we looked at it. It's actually not bugged. We got really unlucky, but it's not bugged. So what happened? So what happened is because you speared the dude uphill, they were in the same line, and the way the wall was positioned is only one hero could come into contact with the wall because, like, it was going up a hill. And so they were on, like, a like one pixel down, and because they're like on like a different height, they just didn't connect to the wall. Oh, what the ah. fuck! I see. Yeah, that was uh, that was some sus uh, sus shit. I've, I've actually Dude, that never was, had that was a pretty game losing situation. That was like, so unlucky. You had the phoenix dead to rights, and he's just not pinned. 
I was like, okay, the be two, two best targets, guys. I got them. And then I jump in and suddenly egg and, and insta lose the fight. And I'm like, okay, guys, unlucky. I didn't get the Phoenix. Yeah, that is absurd. So uh, since you guys were kind of throwing that that uh, first qualifier, the Dream League one, uh, who's who's the voice that steps in? Because I, I think one thing is that Artur is now like the veteran, right? on the team he in and in some cases i feel like that means you do have to take kind of a leadership role is he stepping into that uh i mean arthur is he's like carrying in in game and he's also carrying in drafts and mm -hmm. then uh, i think on like the like the atmospheres kind of things it's it's usually bulba or or me or yopash or like whoever's having a, a good day it's like trying to yeah keep the the people motivated and you know not despair i didn't know uh Arteezy actually did the the drafting for you guys i didn't know it. he's uh so the way it works is like artur kitrak and uh bulba are like you know they're like drafting together and the rest of us are just like kind of chilling you know i'm just uh yeah i i turned into a chill guy kind of Similar to actually how how it was in Liquid, Aiden would just ask me what I want to play. I was like, okay, give me some, uh, give me some Mars, and then mm. you know, I'm playing Mars. It's nice. Okay, so you're you're still calling your own heroes. You're not getting voluntold like you're playing Meepo today. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the new guys. Luckily, I I had that last year. Now I get like a little bit of of uh, say, but still sometimes I just get like the the classic. Uh, you know, I'm playing my Siggy. Center first pick, let's go. Uh-huh. All fires, we had uh, Team Seer and uh, Sonic, uh make it through Eastern Europe. So the, the pub stack that you guys were talking about last time around, they actually uh, managed to take down Virtus Pro in the, the lower bracket. Uh, I actually casted that one. VP went game one, one game short of qualifying for uh, Birmingham two times in a row. They lost to Team Spirit 2-1, and they lost to Klimsonic. Uh, 2-1. Uh, Falcons just qualified. Uh, they actually did manage to, to win that one out. We don't know about Western Europe as OG did manage to take that third game, so that's still out there. Uh, G2IG, I don't know if you guys watched this series at all. G2IG versus Unreal. Azure. Yeah, five and a half hour game time. I, I didn't watch it, but there was no game under 40 minutes, and uh, there was an 80-minute game. Uh, and then there was a 100-minute game. 83-minute game and 107-minute game. Yeah, this, this game was unreal. They just literally sat around the throne for like 35 minutes, and they could not push. They win? Like the, the defending team? No, they eventually lost. The techies got rapiers and like moon shards and stuff and then <laughs> thrown them. What the hell? <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, this game was psychotic. I'm sure Jack was having a heart attack. So who won in the end? A2? Yeah, G2 yeah. clutch game five. Damn, no Azure. I saw yeah, it's kind of crazy. I saw a clip of the of Timbersaw sitting in front of his ancient, and he was for fun timber chaining over and over again at the enemy with no trees around. And then Fy was playing hoodwink on the enemy side, and he and he planted a tree. So that no uh, way. He, so when he was just faking out, he was just like tagging you with timber chains, just being like you know like hooking you and fy planted a tree on him and he goes into the troll and he just like almost instantly dies the troll just beats his ass uh because he's now jumped away from his team it was it was such a next level thing to do 
Um, it's the classic, just pro players, they get bored, you know, and uh, it's a classic board mistake. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's pretty sick of FY to, like, that's think balls. about it. In, in the so moment, cool. to think about it, I feel like it's so hard. Yeah. Because you're just, like, probably getting annoyed, like, why is this idiot, like, just tossing chains? And then, like, to have the presence of mind to buy a branch and just click it down, that's pretty sick. Uh, it wasn't a branch, it was, uh, he was playing Hoodwing, so he used the acorn. Oh, chain. right, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, was... Dude, that's also... even sicker, actually. What the fuck? That's really sick. Yeah, that's really sick. I mean, that yeah, game reminded is. me of our stupid 45 hour game at Bali. I was like Ours? getting here. No, me, us against Quest. We had some. Like, oh. It was like, uh, it was like 140 minutes, I think, or something. Like it was over Jesus. two hours. Um, the, it, was, it was giving PTSD. We were all watching it and we're just getting PTSD watching this game. Like, oh, no. These stupid late game games where you can't take their throne and they just sit there are so dumb because like there's, you actually can't do anything. You're just stuck in gridlock. Yep. Yeah. The uh, also, yeah. Go I was ahead. gonna ask, what do you guys think about the Europe only getting one slot for this tournament? I I looked at it and I was like so surprised that uh, Eastern Europe gets two, but Western gets only one. I think it's fair because Spirit's not in the what do you call yeah. it? Like Spirit didn't get invited, mm-hmm. so like. How fun is it for Eastern Europe? You know, like you're playing as the best team in the world for one slot. It seems kind of unfair. And I'd say, generally speaking, Eastern Europe has looked pretty good. Or like, Spirit at least has looked good. But Boom's been like consistently like top 5-6. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of fair. Europe still had two slots technically, if you count the Mina slot too. Yeah. Europe yeah. also had like seven slots for the Dream League or something. So I think it's only fair they That's get one true. for this one. Yeah. To uh, wrap up the qualifiers, Talon, I think they 3-0'd Southeast Asia. It says Southeast Asia seems like a wild trip. There is a different team qualifying every single time. Uh, it was like Geek Fam was like the second best team in the Chinese Southeast Asia matchup. <clears throat> so they got second. Uh, and then Aurora qualified with 23 Savage for uh, Dream League. And then now for this one, it was uh, Talon. But uh, the reason I bring this up is we're talking about beef. Did you guys see the uh, Gabby 23 Savage beef? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. was crazy. <laughs> what is that? I didn't really understand it though. Can I, somebody I gotta, explain? I, I got a, a script for you, Saberlight. So you, you, <laughs> I can read it for you. Okay. They, uh, they, they met against each other in a pub. You know, uh, 23 Savage loses whatever, and Gabby tips 23 Savage, and 23 says, "Nice tip, fucking ugly face." Gabby responds, <laughs> okay. monkey, smiley face. 23 says, you are super ugly. Notice that. Gabby says, you need a nose job as well. 23 says, at least I'm not born poor and ugly. My family has a life unlike yours. Gabby, nose job. You need money to buy new nose. 23, you first body shaming people, you ugly, stupid, bitch, mannerless creature. I have better nose than yours. Gabby, cry bitter something. Uh, 23, pregnant every woman? Dumb, lol? I have to know what that one's about. Uh, can't name dumber person than you. Gabby says, cry please. 23 says, imagine playing so bad, getting all the teams because you're friends. That's like the worst a human can be. Gabby, got kicked and cry every time. 23, haha, yeah, I beat you every tournament. Every tournament I've never lost to you since TNC Fanatic. Damn. Nice. All right, so real question, guys: Who has the better nose? 
We have to like solve it for them, you know. Yeah, so we have like to make a big it a, point of contention. I feel like there's a lot of things here. Okay, so twenty three says you started body shaming, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah you, so you yeah. first so Gab- body shaming people. He's implying that at some point Gabby has body shamed before this, or is it just like in the conversation? Oh, I in the conversation. Because he's saying he's ugly. Isn't ugly body shaming like somewhat? You have ugly face. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're, you're kind of starting it. Wait, who said it first in this conversation? Okay, twenty three. Uh, yes, twenty three said you're ugly. Uh, I feel like okay. He did say but you 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 were body shaming people first, I think, and I think I did read something about this that like uh, Gabby did throw some sort of like body shaming to to, to I think one of his teammates or something like that. Uh, I'm not 100 percent on that, but I vaguely recall that being a thing. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, starting off the gate with calling people ugly is crazy. <laughs> Like, like a like a kindergarten insult. It's like it's kind of low level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this I mean, is. I, uh... I just feel like I feel like this has been my theory on Dota flaming for a very long time. Why don't people just talk shit about Dota? Like, there's so many things in Dota that you can talk shit about. Just tell him he sucks. Like, tell him he's bad at the game. You know, like, great, no problem. We won't be talking about it. If Gabby and like Twenty Three Savage just said you suck, no, you suck, you're terrible. I'll beat you next time. Like, we would not be here talking about it. The only reason that it becomes like controversial is because you bring like the way people look into it or you know whatever all these like random factors that have actually nothing to do with the game and i feel like just flame dota related things no i mean they're taking it outside the game because they're trying to hurt each other and if you call somebody bad like they both know that neither one of them is bad so it doesn't mean anything it doesn't hurt and they're trying to make it hurt so they're trying to take so? it somewhere i i genuinely yes. think so yeah. i feel like it's the other way around i feel like dota players they care way more about how good they like Okay, if everyone thinks you're amazing, you're going to appreciate that more than if people thought you were good looking as a Dota player. I feel like yes. you hit him where it hurts when like the Dota part gets... Because like, like, 95% of the time alive is spent playing Dota. So 95% of like the way they feel about themselves is based on Dota or their MMR or like, you know, like plus 30, fucking amazing day. Minus 30, worst day of my life. I'm sure like every Dota player out there can relate to that. And I feel like that's why like flaming Dota should hurt more. I think no? there's an important distinction though, because okay. they're flaming each other. So like they think each other is like trash or bad or they don't like each other or whatever. So they don't care about what they think. Like if Collapse called them bad at Dota, they would be like, they would be crestfallen. They're, it would crush their soul. But like if this other guy who they don't like and they think he's trash, if he calls him trash, it's like the dumpster opening his mouth like Oscar the Grouch and like doing some crap like this. But like, Ooh. so it doesn't, it doesn't hurt, you know? But if like this person, like, you know, anybody can call anybody ugly. And then, like, maybe he actually is self-conscious and you heard him. Like, I think that's his end goal there. Yeah, that's a good point. You Like, you have to, you know, I think you can use the Dota argument only if it's, like, very clear that you are better than them. That, like, you know, for example, let's say I had beef with someone in NA and I beat him two qualifiers in a row, then I can call him bad and then it would hurt. But other than that... And any examples of, like, people you would want to do that to? Use your no. imagination. Just okay. like, just like a you know wild like example. Even? This is purely hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, other than that, I think it's like because you hear these Dora insults like ten million times from just like random people, but who who like hate it on your nose? You know, it's like it's like a new one. It's a uh, it ticks. Uh, it like scratches a different part of your brain. Oh yeah, when you are right. specific about your insults, that is something that they haven't heard before. 
that will definitely stick with you. But it also made me think that Gabby has like the fact that he really went to the nose. Like my first reaction, when if I read that like anywhere else, I would assume that person had a nose job because they're so fixated on the nose, right? It's like one of those projection sort of things. Now, I'm not saying that that's what he did. I don't think so. But it's just like, it's funny he fixated on like a specific thing. That usually means you're insecure about that body part, you know? Yeah, <laughs> or that person is, has a is, really bad nose, specific. which 23 Savage does not, you know? Yeah, it was like when I first watched the clip, I was like, wow, it's so specific. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, I mean, as a as a decorated flamer, that's not the direction I would have taken things. <laughs> you would have played it differently. Yeah, you know, I think I, I watched the replay and you know check, check the check the lines. You know, do you, do you guys yeah. know the the history between this beef? No, okay. what, are the, what are the origins? Uh, so uh, I'm not a, a C expert in this regard, but uh, 23 uh, was kicked for Gabby back when he was on T1 in 2022. And then I don't know if you guys saw the the last time Twenty Three Savage went went viral was because he was uh, he was complaining about uh, Filipinos on the C teams and saying you can only have like one uh, oh, yeah, on yeah. a team, otherwise if you get two, they're gonna like fill out the rest of the roster. And, uh, he said, "quote spreading like cancer." <laughs> it was his word choice there. So yeah, this this is a this is a hardcore beef that has apparently gone on for a while now. Yeah, I mean, if you get kicked and it's like you got kicked because of someone else, and you feel like that was because of nepotism, not merit, then that is gonna you're gonna you're gonna be, feel pretty bitter about that. Either way, cra crazy. I mean, we we talk about like you know spicing things up, and all of a sudden all these Dota players come out, and that, I mean that is a bit, obviously a situation where you're going way over the line, right? The Seb tweet that's funny and stuff. Like this one is just like what the fuck. Yeah, it's just yeah. absurd. Like this is the kind of flame that I I could live without. I don't find that much joy in like seeing that video. Yeah. I'm not laughing at it. I'm not thinking to myself, I can't wait for Shopify to reply. Like I'm happy with this one to just like die off, kind of. I guess. The uh, so the final region I want to talk about was Mena, which uh, Team Falcons once again qualified. They gate kept out uh, PSG Quest. Kind of <laughs> beginning to feel a little bad for those guys since they keep on uh, doing pretty well, but not quite. You know pushing past Fal Falcons, but uh, Nigma managed to get past their own gatekeeper in uh, in Winter Bears, and they actually managed to place third this time around, which is an improvement for this uh, for that squad. And I, I want to talk about Nigma because obviously a lot of people have talked about them. A lot of it is just like hating on Kuro. Uh, but I was wondering if you guys had any opinion on them and like what's kind of going wrong with a roster that on paper has like obviously some very decorated players. I mean, you have two players on there that are probably uh, like looked at as, as some of the best players of all time in their, in their era, in their heyday, uh, in Samael and Miracle. I mean, people go crazy for those guys. So what do you guys think is going wrong with that team? I mean, it's always hard to know. So it's like purely speculation, mm -hmm. but I feel like watching from the outside, it's like they're, I don't know if like Kuro used to be, I assume Kuro used to always be like the strong voice in that team. But I feel like knowing Sumail and having somewhat of an idea of Miracle, I think neither of them are like Quins. They're not like the type to like take the game and like move it forward in the same way, I think. Um, and I think they might be lacking a little bit of like 
good ideas on how to progress games forward or like which heroes allow them to play the way that they want and like make like get everything to come together because i feel like they're not necessarily like they're not bad players it just doesn't look like a 2024 team playing dota to me so maybe a lack of voice or lack of like the correct ideas or the correct way to move games forward um in some ways maybe like the way they play feels a bit outdated i don't know it's just, or the ideas just don't work i think is the most accurate way to say it I think that's pretty that's pretty apt. Like Dota has changed a lot. Like an era where like Kuro and Puppy were like extremely dominant was an era where it was kind of expected for cores to be mute. Like that was kind of just like the norm. Like if cores are mute, that was like, yeah, your supports talk, your cores are mute. And then like maybe once in a while your carry player says, Go high ground, you know, and that's like his contribution to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dota's not like that anymore. Like you play with Yatoro in a pub and the guy's talking nonstop. Like Anton talks all the time, like I think, you know, I mean, Liquid, I think uh, Mickey is like, you can hear it in like the clips. Mickey talks all the time. Zai talks a lot. Like, uh, Neta talks a lot. Like, you, you, I think it's hard to be successful these days without everyone contributing in that area. And, you know, like, we're not in the comms. We can't know for sure. But I do think that that's, there, there's a, at least a, somewhat of a decent chance that's the case. Yeah. I mean, I think we played them like once in a scrim. And my impression of the team is just like, uh, I don't know. It's like one, like basically what Aiden said about, I think there isn't like a team cohesion where I feel like, for example, that's kind of the problem we had last year on Shopify that we're like all very good players, but there wasn't like a team cohesion. So we're just like not really playing Dota. But in the case of Nigma, they also, or like there is, co- team cohesion but it's just the wrong ideas and on top of that sometimes it's just like the the players are like not like that informed individually like they just make really like dumb mistakes you know so then like your one of your guys is just feeding kills for no reason no 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 one specifically but it's just like <laughs> like you know <laughs> I, I mean just... fuel on the fire fuel on the fire Jumping on no, the, I mean, like, Saber, yeah. Saber is the king of unintentionally blaming people without like. Uh, is it unintentional? <laughs> I feel like I, it's I unintentional. Think you, I think you I mean, this one was unintentional because I really didn't mean like Kuros feeding. I just mean like when <laughs> when I played them, I just felt like some people, like just like, you know, some RMN died to me two times in lane, you know, then some other guys just dying on the side lane. Uh, so, you know, it's like, uh, it's basically everybody. You know, even Miracle, I think, died. So uh, when it comes to talking about team coordination, uh, I would think it would be easier to be on the same page if you had, you know, but what you guys were talking about in the old days where your support were basically making all the cores and you're, you just all kind of followed one idea, one leader, right? I felt like it would be easier to be on, on the same page if you're all listening to one guy. So why is it, why has the modern era of Dota progressed to a point where now everybody is contributing a lot, and that has actually made people better rather than worse. I mean, in my opinion, at least, because like back when I used to play Han, I would play every role, and it would be no problem. Like if you were good at the game, you were good at the game, and you would understand every single role at the like ninety nine point nine percent of the level as someone that was slightly better at you playing it. So you could make calls that were like perfect for their roles, even though you weren't playing the roles. And I think like. In modern Dota, and especially during COVID, like everything developed so fast with all the online tournaments and with all the all these new and upcoming players like playing against each other, that like I think 
especially for more old school players that didn't play as much Dota as the new school counterparts, you kind of lost that feeling. Or like you would still keep calling like, oh, the way you would imagine, you know, your carry wants to play five years ago. But now the carry is being played in a way different way. Or like, you know, look at Dorachi on one end of the spectrum and look at Yatoro on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like they're not really approaching the game in the same way. And I think like in that way, for that reason, it's like good to have multiple voices that add to, you know, like how to be the most oppressive or how to be the most aggressive or how to utilize the heroes the best or how to like, you know, get things going moving forward. And I think that's like the biggest thing, at least in my opinion, that changed for me and why I think it was like way easier to make, like to have like single voice leaders in the past and why it's much harder now. I totally agree with the, with the COVID thing. I think COVID changed the trajectory of Dota, like to such a large degree. Like it, it even the playing field a lot and also raised the floor because people who did not have like they weren't able to go to land, so they couldn't play the best teams. Because back in the day, the best teams were just invited to lands. And so these team people not they never got to play against the best teams. But suddenly you had Secret in like, you know, just this cryogenic chamber, just like smashing everyone over and over and over again with this giant mallet. Like eventually Spirit, after getting crushed, or whoever getting crushed with his mallet enough times, starts to like push back on the mallet. Like this guy, yeah. We beat him. We knocked him out. We ended the streak. Yeah, oh, cool. and like that, I, I also think there is um, an element that be, dude sort of like related to this COVID thing of the level of Dota has gotten so much higher over the past few years that there's so many small interactions and little minutia that matter so much that no one person is capable of like calling all this at once. Like there's so many little moments and opportunities and all these little things that you need a collective group of people all looking for individual moments that like they're specialized in finding to like be able to play well enough. Because one guy, just even if they're like God, is not is not good enough to find all of these little moments. True. Even though, I, from my experience, I feel like it's uh, there's like too many things to to like do in the game. Then you know, if it's like if you have some one captain that's like calling the shots, it's like too much for him. Like the 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 level is just too high. The only person that I think like. Came, it comes close to this that I played with this boxy when I when I played with Liquid, like uh, I think I don't know like on that team it's like uh, or I, you know I'll leak all the Liquid secrets now but uh, <laughs> you know it's like boxy like like he's I I don't know how he does it but he just sees a lot of things that I think other people don't and then when he like notices all the details he can like make the correct call so he, he can like kind of carry the early and mid game and then you know we have some uh Mike, and you know he can carry the the late game and basically aiden does nothing in that team <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> busy feeding no. all the time no. thinking about what i'm gonna say in interviews to make saber look good mm. exactly exactly mm. Carrying the team important. outside of the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a very important part. I would not. I'll. I'll tell this on record, guys. I would not have played that good in Kuala Lumpur if it wasn't for Insania. It was solely his uh, good, good vibes. All me, all me. What well, can can yeah. you listen an example of like how he did that? I don't know. He's just a very, uh, very nice human. He's like. Mm. Uh, I feel like. How to put it? It's like uh, I think it takes effort to like uh, make sure that people feel enabled and like in a good mood and motivated and 
and everything that it takes to, to be the best because you know everybody can like click buttons on our level like we're all like similarly skilled in in dota but then like going from the 95 percent to like 100 that's where i think like the outside of dota uh stuff lies and so having someone on a team that's like able to extract that from you is uh very valuable so yeah that's why you know it, it felt super easy for me to to play with the the liquid boys because i i felt like uh i'm like a very like i i believe a lot in like the outside of the the dota stuff but usually it's like i try to like give to people and uh, rarely i get like stuff in return but on liquid there was, there was like three guys putting stuff to me so i play good you know yeah, so it was uh, it was easy peasy that's sweet. I mean, I think we just try to make it make make you feel oh, right. Whoever's in our team, we just try to make them feel like, you know, we're happy to have them here. Because I think it's way too frequently, at least, in Dota teams where you don't feel that, or you just like you end up having like internal enemies almost on your teams. Whereas like it should never be like that. You know, we're all like we win together, we lose together. It's not like slay oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's later together, it's later together. But like, I I just mean it in the way that like. It's not like Nisha won the game and then the four of us lost it. You know, like, well, you know, Nisha also loses in the end. It doesn't really matter. It's like we either win together or we don't. So if someone, you know, you try to build each other up and make sure that you go into the game in, like, the best mental state, I guess. You guys have any uh, examples of uh, in internal enemies that you've had on teams past where you've had that kind of, like, I'm, I'm not searching for, like, you know, flame. I'm just, you know, like, things where you realize looking back on it, you were like, oh, like yeah, I, was, I you was kind of messing up the team culture back then. I mean, me and Boxy for sure had like a really competitive environment between ourselves in a way that was like destructive rather than productive in the past. And I don't know. Okay, I'll be gig honest. I think for us two, it ties back partially to Han because we used to beat his team's ass consistently in Han, <laughs> like always. And I would talk a lot of trash back then because I was young and stupid, and I would just talk trash. And I would want to rub it in that, like, you never beat me. Like, you only farm noobs. That was, like, the way I would talk to him. Um, and then at some point, we started playing together in this Han event that was, like, a random grand final after we had quit the game. I don't know if I told this already. I think I did. But, yeah, anyway. So we played together. Oh, I didn't? Okay. But anyway, we went, we went to Dota. And then, like, the year after we quit, they announced, like, a 100k Han tournament. We were like, fuck yeah, dude. Let's run it. So we signed up as Team Beer, we went there, our idea was we're going to go, we're going to drink beer and have a good time and vacation, and then we happened to win, and we were like, damn, we actually work pretty well together, and, you know, we complement each other well, in terms of, like, what we contribute with to the team. So, then he decided to start playing Dota, and we went on Alliance, and blah, 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 a lot of competitiveness still, like, remained, and I think, like, uh... I don't know if this is true, but it, sometimes it would feel like we would care more about being right than winning the game. So, like, you wouldn't maybe full-heartedly, like, follow each other's ideas or, like, want to understand uh, what the other wanted from you. And I think we would butt heads, like, nonstop. But, yeah, we worked on it over the years, realized that that was, like, what was kind of going on, and then it got better, and now we're here. I think, uh, I'm not going to name names, because... I'm just not, but I think um, especially in the past more so than now, there was a lot of, like, people were really bad at bringing, I also think in, in North American teams, this tends to be more of an issue than in European teams, but there's a culture of 
like just letting things lie and avoiding problems and not talking about them and hoping they change or and, and that things just sort of like fester and simmer and like they just things just don't get better because of that because like i think the biggest the single biggest thing i noticed when i came to gaming from playing in na teams throughout all the years was when there were people someone hated an issue they just talked about it and it was not like beating around the bush and it wasn't like sugarcoated it was like yo like you ruined this lane like i think you should have done this better and it's said with not the intent of making someone feel bad but with the intent of like yo this is like bad it needs to be fixed it's important and it's like the attention is brought to that and i think that was the most insidious and toxic thing in NA was stuff just didn't get talked about. Like people would feel things were issued and they'd sweep it under the rug. And so there's, you know, the rug is just like six feet tall with all the crap under it. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was also part of the solution for us. It was just like more openly talking about what bothered us with each other, like between the two of us. There was a time where William had mandated Aiden and Boxy must speak to each other every single week to make sure there's no beef. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys had court ordered therapy time. Yes, <laughs> yes, we literally had therapy time. Court and ordered it always, couples therapy. Damn, dude, it would always start with both of us saying, "I have nothing to say," and then we would talk for like an hour. You know, like be like, "Box, you good?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Eddie, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah." Oh well, actually, there's this one thing, and then you know, they just start talking forever. But I I do genuinely think that really helped. I think like that was one of the. Best things William did for us, I think, for the two of our, our like relationship, um, was just making forcing us to talk to each other more openly about problems. It's good. <laughs> I like that one. I think uh, overall, I agree with with Quinswin that it's. I think it's important that you have like a culture where people can like talk to each other about mistakes, like without uh, making each other feel bad or like without the stress of like oh damn if i like fuck up this again then like this guy is going to get mad and then you know it's just going to ruin the game even more you, like i don't know you have to like communicate it clearly but you also don't want to like undermine people's confidence i guess so yeah some like fine line between that yeah i think there was a period where the emotional intelligence of dota players increased a solid amount like across the board cuz people were like emotionally brain dead like five plus years ago like it was unreal how bad people were at this and i don't exactly know what caused this but there was a there was a there's been a trend in the past years where people have gotten better at this like in significant amounts true yeah i mean it seems like uh liquid and gaming gladiators you guys are like you know have been kind of top of the the field for for a bit it seems like you guys have similar team cultures so it uh, it does kind of seem like yeah, there is a a trend for for these teams and working out, and it's just emotionally healthy. Good job, guys! Everyone's growing more mature in the Dota scene. Thank so back guys. to that sea flame that we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Your nose is unreal. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Um. Dubai? How I don't are you know. guys looking forward to Dubai? Are you going to Dubai, Saber? I don't know. Uh, how's your offlaner feeling, uh, both of you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe ours a little sick? Ours is feeling good. No, no issues this time around. What about you, Quinn? Uh, I think my offlaner is feeling okay. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. 
<laughs> you you guys need to look out like you guys got to make sure that saber doesn't get like anywhere near like make sure you cover up your offlaner's cup you know it's at, at these lands damn he's just, he's just you are relentless i remember uh way back in the day i remember the first time you stood in or at least the first time it, it stood out to me was uh it was liquid right it was at like the the summit or something like that no that was with the quinn here it was uh yeah, chaos. chaos oh that's right that's what it was chaos yeah we got second we got Banked by IG, who was then got second at the major. Yeah, it was a fun experience. It was my like first uh, real Dota tournament, and mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. You seem super and motivated then, to uh, just get as much experience as possible. So, when does student Saber be, uh, end, and when does Master Saber begin? Uh, you well, know? No, th this season, this season is the, season? the Master Saber, mm -hmm. and it it has to be that way, you know. So. Uh, hopefully, I, I've learned enough. I still I stole enough of uh, liquids, you know, strats, and then uh, now the master saber be begins. Nice. Well, I wish you the best of luck with this season. Hopefully, uh, master saber is able to lead Shopify Rebellion to many more lands than you've already gotten. Uh, you have any shoutouts you want to give? Close this out. Shout out to. To all the homies, all the real ones. Uh, that's it. All right. Perfect. Keep Shout it real. To, to all the homies and all the real ones. Thank you guys for watching uh, another episode. Hey, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Insania. No, sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. Hello? <laughs> Can I not give Alienware's new Proline mouse a oh shout out? Oh my God. <laughs> that I'll be using for Batboom Dubai? In case I'll be we using win. a Dell keyboard. <laughs> ah, see, good, really? good job. See, the top two teams in Dota uses Dell products. For those of you who didn't know, Alienware is Dell. Oh, Dell. okay, okay. Yeah. Are, wait, are you guys both sponsored by? Or is it just... I'm not sponsored. I'd use a 15-year-old keyboard. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> well, if you want, Quinn, I'm sure with the Pro-Line keyboard, you would win more Grand Finals than you already have them. Old Reliable is doing pretty good for me. I think I'll, I think but, I'll hang on. Do you know how you can win just in life use shopify to grow your online business <laughs> big bong all right uh, i think you can do the outro now <laughs> you guys are animals that's my outro thanks for watching i'll chat everybody we'll see you guys next time epic